Thankfully, C4 Energy has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus. C4 Smart Energy is formulated with 200 milligrams of natural caffeine from green coffee beans, plus potassium, niacin, and vitamin B12 to support well-being and help you feel your best, all while promoting fat burn and boosting metabolism. So I have recently tried C4 Smart Energy, and let me tell you, it is giving me a boost. That caffeine is hitting because I have a very short attention span. I get distracted so easily, and I tried it, and I was like, yeah, this is a boost all right. I love that. Look for smart energy every day in the beverage aisle at your local Target. Go grab a can and share on social media tagging at C4 Energy and the It's Me Tinks podcast to show how smart energy helps you stay focused wherever you are. C4 Smart Energy. Stay focused. Here's a little travel secret. The best time to visit Scottsdale, Arizona is actually in the summer. When you summer in Scottsdale, you can stay in five-star resorts for three-star prices and get access to the best Scottsdale has to offer at the best rates. There are so many ways to stay cool while feeling hot in Scottsdale over the summer, including tranquil pool scenes or rowdy pool parties, world-class shopping museums and art galleries. You guys, I love the idea of going to Scottsdale this summer. I'm about to fire up my group chat and book a trip because I literally love getting an amazing deal on a five-star hotel. Like, oh my gosh, I cannot think of anything better. Plus me, you know, I love the sun. I love to lay by a gorgeous pool, sipping a drink, knowing that I'm going to a fabulous restaurant that night. And I love that it won't be overcrowded. Visit experiencescottsdale.com slash tinks to learn more and start planning your trip. That's experiencescottsdale.com slash tinks. To know me is to know that I am obsessed with spicy margaritas. Love tequila cocktails? Then check out the award-winning 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. It's a -a one-of-a-kind tequila infused with the juice of real fruit. 21 Seeds is smooth, not sweet. It smells fresh and bright and tastes incredible. Try 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. Learn more at 21seeds.com. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Hey guys, welcome back to the pod. Happy Friday. Good fucking Lord, this January is dragging on, isn't it? It is just dragging on and on. I am about done with it, okay? And I have had quite the switch up, haven't I? I've just changed my mind about so many things lately, and you can add January to the fucking list. Last year, and all years previously, quite frankly, I have loved January, loved my hibernation time, stuck to dry Jan, been on my, you know, healthy game, all this shit, blah, blah, blah. Not this year. Not this year. I am itching to party. Thank God I'm going to Aspen today um, to DJ. Holy shit, I'm so excited. Can we just sidebar? I am so excited. We had a full run through practice our set on Wednesday night. And if you come, we it's going to be a party. Like we are going to dance. We are going to party for lack of a better word. So I'm very excited about that. But I just I haven't gotten into it this January. And I was saying on Instagram yesterday, I just think it's so funny because last year I did a whole podcast episode about how much I love my morning routine. And it it is so funny to me now to think about that. I was like, I wake naturally at 530 a.m. 
I drink tea, I dry brush, I work out, I do my walk, I, I journal, I free write, I meditate, all that shit. I just am not having it this year. I don't know why. I cannot get myself to wake up, which, you know, I think this shit comes in waves. And I think the more you fight it, the worse it is. I can't get myself to eat like a regular healthy breakfast. That's why I've been doing Saqqara because when I have Saqqara, at least my breakfast is healthy. When I don't have Saqqara, I literally am just like, mm, like half of a stale cookie sounds good, whatever. I still tongue scrape because I actually feel like gross without it. I still cold plunge, but like the rest of my morning routine, I'll tell you what really throws me off. And it's it's an addictive habit. Essentially, when I get out of bed, I should stay out of bed because I feel for me personally, when I get back in bed, I have a really I have a lazier attitude towards the day. And part of me is like, who fucking cares? Like, why are we so obsessed with efficiency and working and blah, blah, blah? And like, look around us. We are in we are clearly in some sort of pivotal moment in in the world's history. I don't think it really matters if I spend like an hour in bed in the morning. It doesn't really fucking matter. I work from home like I can work from bed, whatever. But I digress. It does make me just feel kind of more lethargic and lazy throughout the day. But now what I do is I get up. I make hot water with lemon. I get back in bed, play on my phone. That's that's the really bad habit that I don't like is I plan my phone right away. I, I, I not only play, I'm going to go there with you guys. I am in it such an addictive phase with my phone and I was doing so well in Costa Rica. I was barely on my phone. Didn't care. Wasn't making content. Didn't really, really matter to me. Now I am like addicted to Instagram in a crazy way. And I've been watching TikTok again. And I think if I was to ponder a guess as to why I'm so addicted, it's because nothing's really hitting for me. Okay. Nothing, no content is really satiating my hunger. And I think maybe that's why I'm on it for so long because it's addictive, right? It's all social media is, is designed just like dating apps to be addictive. You want more, you want more, you want more. Nothing is hitting. I go on TikTok. I'm on there. It's and I don't feel like, oh, that's funny. Like I've had enough. I'll log off. I'm like, no, I need to laugh. I need to find a laugh. And I just I can't. So then I go on my phone for like an hour in the morning, which is fucking terrible for you. I also read that if you go on your phone in the first half hour of the day, you're gonna be more addicted to it during the day. And I'm like, well, fucking fact check me on that. That's absolutely true. If you want to put me in a lab and study me, a fucking men, that's right. Okay. So then after I've done my initial deep dive of what's happened while I was sleeping for eight, eight hours, aka fucking nothing. Then I go back to the kitchen. Don't worry, I've fed the cat somewhere in there. Make a cup of coffee, which I hate. I'm fucking done with my coffee machine. It tastes like disgusting ass. But let me tell you something. Again, let me just go down a just let me just divert here. Last year and all years previously in my life, I would walk to get a coffee because who preaches rich mom walks in the morning, even if it's just five minutes around the block? This bitch, this bitch right here. But it's been so cold and raining so much in L.A. I just I literally can't bear it. And I just haven't been going. So I make a nasty cup of ass water in my kitchen, literally ass juice, put it in a mug, get back in my bed, drink my ass juice and am pissy about it the whole time because it tastes like ass. 
still looking for something on the phone. Nothing's happened. You know, I I'm lucky that some of my best friends live in New York. So I usually have some updates from them, you know, a little update, a voice note from wig about something that gets me going. That's good at least. But then I'm back to the grind. I'm back to my phone trying to search for something that isn't there. Embarrassing tanks, embarrassing. And then I've just been, you know, on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I've been working out at the gym, which I have an update. And then Wednesdays, I obviously have the show. So those days are kind of like, um, those are kind of the good days. And on Mondays and Fridays, it's just, it's just no, it's just no guardrails. It's just, I mean, I'm trying to book more meetings earlier in the day. So I get my ass out of bed, but like, Jesus Christ, it's just making me feel vile. And speaking of feeling vile, I'm having ugly day. If you don't know what ugly day is, it's the day that's like three to five days before your period. And you just all of a sudden look in the mirror and you're like, oh, 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 oh. I am hideous. I am literally beat to hell. I look like a goblin who climbed out of the, um, you know, that goblin town in Lord of the Rings in Mordor or whatever. I look like an is it called an orc? I think it's an orc. I look like one of those. And um, I should just probably get in my bed and never, never leave. And so I'm having an ugly day. It's been for the past like two days. So can't wait to get my period in Aspen. Hey, but you, you know, my period, she never misses a trip. That bitch. She is, she has had Delta medallion, uh, diamond medallion status before I did my period because she just never misses a trip. If I am going to a beach, she's already there when I get there. She's already flown. She's already she goes a day early before me and she just sets up and, you know, makes sure that everything is prepared for us. And I'm like, get there and I'm like, oh good, you're here. And she's like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got us some beach chairs on the beach. I, you know, I got the room next to yours. And I was like, Okay, all right. Well, so apparently she's coming to Aspen. Hope she's on a different flight than me. Fucking cunt. Anyway, that's me feeling ugly, feeling lazy, such as January. I um this is really diva of me, but um, it's it's my friend's birthday this um, weekend, and Lucas and I wanted to get him a, a present, and so we we're gonna get him a rude T-shirt from Kith, and and so I was like, oh my god, Lauren, I have to pod. Can you please go get it? Um, do you mind going to Kith quickly? And she's like, yeah. And she's like, oh, is this a good one? I'm like, yeah, that's perfect. And I was like, also, um, while you're there, could you please get me an ice cream? And she was like, what? <laughs> if you've never had the Kith ice cream. They have like this capability to put everything in the, in the ice cream and it's like soft serve and it's like there's cereal in it. It's so nice. And obviously I'm PMSing. So I was just like, um, very important <laughs> that you get me an ice cream. It's like Miranda Priestly with the steak and the coffee, except for it's like it's terrible because it's like a fucking ice cream with like cereal in it. It was so nice that Brian came to my show this week. I love her so much. And I... She won't mind me saying this, but I just want to say that if you have like, I mean, we talk about this literally all the time on the show, but if you have a time where you don't see your best friend that much for no reason, I mean, it was weird because, okay, let me back up. Brian and I were actually inseparable at Stanford. Like it was, it was Tinks and Dina, Tinks and Dina, Tinks and Dina. Like it was one word. We were like inseparable and there's like an iconic picture of me 
leaving Stanford where I'm crying and it's like the actual ugly crying face. I hate when people like celebrities are like, oh, I have an ugly crying face. Like you have not seen my fucking ugly crying face. I look I look like that Snapchat filter, like except for it's my face. Anyway. When we left, I obviously moved to San Francisco. She moved to L.A. and we were like long distance best friends for many, many years. And when I moved to L.A., I think it was honestly kind of weird for us because we hadn't been living in the same place in so long. And we obviously saw each other, but we didn't see each other a ton. And then it was the pandemic, it was complicated, whatever, whatever. But like we didn't get into a good groove. And as you know, one of my gripes about L.A. is, you know, living far apart. And me, me and Brian live like in no traffic, 18 minutes apart. In traffic, 45 minutes apart. So it's not like we can walk to each other's houses and we just didn't get into a good groove. But then I don't know what it was. Something in us just clicked and we were like, we just both need to like try a little harder and make an effort. And we, I don't even think we talked about it, but it was just like, we just started asking more. And it's like, I think one of the main hindrances to female friendship in your 30s any decade but I'm specifically talking about 30s is that you get worn down with the scheduling right we all know that vibe right you're in your group chat or you're talking to your friend you're like hey want to get dinner this week yeah how's Thursday oh I can't Thursday what about Wednesday I can't Wednesday could you do Tuesday um let me check try and move that thing would you want to go to a workout class no, I have a workout class that morning, so I can't do that. Okay, I can't do that. I can't move it. I won't get my money back. And then all of a sudden, you're just like actually actually fucking exhausted. And then you think to go text that friend and you're like, oh, fuck it. I can't even be bothered. I'm just going to go home and watch Sex and the City reruns and forget it. And I would just say that one way around that is to just like be more casual about it and just kind of like not show up, but be like, for example, Brian last week when we got Shabu Shabu was like, oh, I'm just want, I want to come to the show next week. And I was like, oh, my God, thank you. What, really? And it was just e easy. And then the other day. When I was down doing um, my global entry, I was in the neighborhood and I was like, oh, Brian, like I have an hour before my next meeting. Can I come over? And she's like, yeah, come over, just sit on the couch with Kai, whatever. And it's just that kind of stuff where any little moment you can just go because I have like felt a rejuvenated sense of love for her in the past year and it's worth it and I know it's so hard especially if you're in you're in different different life stages Brian and I would I would say are in pretty similar ones but like even still it's worth it it's really worth it so I'm just sending this note of encouragement to any best friends out there seriously it is it's so fantastic to maintain those friendships and so important and i know it's difficult to schedule but just just go for it i take this as your sign to text your best friend and organize something right now so i have a trip planned to palm desert coming up and i booked an airbnb because i wanted to be with all of my friends this house we booked has a beautiful pool so you guys know i will be catching some rays and doing a little bit of tanning I know a few friends who have houses and when they're away, whether it's on a trip or they're traveling for work, they just Airbnb their houses. So they're like actively making money while they're away, which is kind of the dream, right? Like passively making extra money. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
If you're planning a wedding, the first thing you need to know about is Zola. Zola has everything you need to plan your wedding in one place, including venue options and all your vendors. Plus, you can design, save the dates and invites, build a free wedding website, create your registry and stay on track and on budget throughout the entire wedding process with their free planning tools. I have three really good friends getting married this year and they're all using Zola. And I know because they were telling Telling me about how easy it is and it's just truly a one-stop shop and you know this girl loves efficiency right so my friends were telling me you can do it all in one place what a relief right and I know about Zola because I've bought so many gifts on registries via Zola and I just love how easy it is to send gifts keep everything organized everything is like done for you and we absolutely love that start planning at Zola.com that's Z-O-L-A dot com. Love starts with you. Show off your personal style every day with new Pandora pieces that set a shining example for the world to see. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora radiates with your love from every angle. Create a look that's all your own with a unique mix of meaningful charms or choose from Pandora's sparkling collection of timeless designs perfect for making an eye-catching statement. With Pandora Jewelry's vast selection of rings, bracelets, earrings, necklaces, and charms, there's endless ways to love it, stack it, wear it, and share it. Style your everyday favorites with sparkling cuts, vibrant enamels, and playful designs, or truly make it your own with a personal engraving. Write a love note to yourself or your best friend with beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora. Spell it out with handwritten charms, sparkling stacks, and iconic styles designed for every kind of forever. Pandora jewelry is the perfect way to share the gift of love with yourself and the ones closest to your heart. Shop now at Pandora.net. Pandora, be love. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I personally have been talking to my therapist every single week about my stressful times and just getting everything off my chest, explaining the difficult situation I've been having at work and what has been weighing on me has made me feel one million times better. I really don't know what I would do without her. As you guys know, I talk to her every week. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Tinks today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Tinks. This Mother's Day, spoil the moms in your life with little luxuries from Osea. I am obsessed with Osea because it is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate neutral certified. And I just know I can feel very safe using everything. My mom loves it too. I always gift her Osea because I know she's obsessed with it. She is a big fan of the body oil. She just loves how soft it makes her skin feel. It is the best. The Andaria Algae Body Oil is seriously one of a kind. Like I said, that's my mom's favorite. It's rich yet never greasy and it's clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity. It leaves skin silky, soft, and unbelievably glowy 
glowing. Spoil the moms in your life with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code TINKS at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code TINKS for 10% off. Today, I want to talk about why I'm so obsessed with fighting well. And I've mentioned this a couple times on my Instagram before when you guys have asked, you know, what do you think is a green flag in a relationship or, you know, do all people have arguments or just anything about that? I fully am obsessed with fighting well. And that's because I feel like fighting is or arguments, disagreements, whatever you want to call them. It's a fact of life. And knowing that you disagree in a compatible way is, I think, so crucial before you commit to someone for the rest of your life. And I'm sure you can fill in the blanks as to why this is very important to me. But it's just always been something that I'm very passionate about. And I've had relationships where I do fight really well with my boyfriends. And I've had relationships where I don't fight really well. And it's actually been on my list, you know, when you're making a list of if you should break up with them, like that's always on my list, like either for or against, because I think it's such a an important thing. And of course, there's always those annoying people out there who's like, I've never had a fight with my boyfriend. Like I'm literally never had a fight with him. Okay, well, good for you. I'm not I'm not saying that that isn't real. I just think it's rare. And I mean, if that's your truth if that's your reality okay that's great like I'm so happy for you 99% of people are going to have disagreements and I think that being in a relationship with someone for a year and not having any big fights is very different than you know when you're 49 and your kid is I don't know I'm making this up having learning difficulties and you have you're having is having a really hard time in school and you are arguing with your partner about what to do about that And I just think that, you know, it's different. You can't, I'm not saying prepare for the worst. I'm saying shit happens, life happens, and you want to know that you can get through it together. I was actually recently thinking about it because I was listening to Esther Perel on Jay Shetty's podcast. It's a phenomenal episode. Two of my favorite people, please go listen to it. It's so good. And she said something that really struck a chord with me. She said, it's not really what we fight about, but it's what we fight for. So let me read that again. It's not what we fight about, but it's what we fight for. And there are three things that we fight for. Power, trust, and value. Okay. So for example, let's say you're with your boyfriend in the kitchen and you asked him like, three times, you know, oh, can you please unload the dishwasher? Cause like I did it last week or whatever, whatever. And you come home from work and you see that the dishwasher hasn't been unloaded and you like pick a big fight about it. So on the surface, you're fighting about the dishwasher, but what you're really fighting for, in my opinion, is that would fall under the value. Right. And also like maybe a little bit trust, because if you ask your partner to do something and they don't do it, that's breaking their trust. And also maybe a little bit power because it's like maybe it's a power struggle. So I don't know. I've been thinking about this matrix ever since I heard it. I mean, Esther Perel is actually a genius. I really hope that I get to meet her one day. 
And it just makes so much sense. It makes so much sense. Like think about all the big fights you've had with your boyfriends in the past and like slot them into these three things. And you're like, oh, it actually wasn't about the fact that we lost our luggage. It was about the fact that, you know, it was about power, whatever, whatever. So that was just like an interesting aside that I found absolutely fascinating. So what does fighting well really mean? I think it means different things to different people. And keep in mind, everybody fights so differently. And that's why I think it's important that you're compatible in this way. For me, I wouldn't say I'm a confrontational person, but I'm a person who I'm not passive aggressive. Like I will say it immediately. I will get it off my chest. Like I need to, I don't like things festering. That really bothers me. It makes me feel sick. Like I don't like it. But once I get it out, I'm kind of over it. I've always been that way. I'm not a grudge holder, not pass ag. Like I said, it's more for me. Once I get it out, I would like it to be acknowledged. And then I'm kind of over it. And I want the fight to be like, I don't delight in fighting. And some people do. Like some people, they don't mind to argue and shout back and forth. I hate raised voices. I hate shouting. I like to say what's upset me. I like to feel heard. And then I like to find a resolution. And likewise, if I've hurt my partner's feelings or whatever, I want to know and I want to acknowledge it and then I want to move forward so for me a type of personality that's very difficult is like very stubborn people like I would rather be happy than right and I don't know if that's like a, a Virgo thing like deep down I know I'm right he <laughs> but it's like I I don't need to win I need to just I want a resolution and ideally I would like to be heard but for me it's not about who wins the fight like I think that that's for my personality, a very negative mentality because it's so black and white and it's also about being a winner and it's not about being happy and it's not about being like getting over the fight. Like I don't I don't delight in that. Like I, I can't I could never do the thing where people are like, oh, oh, my God, I haven't spoken to my boyfriend in three days. Like I'm so blah, blah, blah. Like for me, that wouldn't work. I hate stubbornness. I hate standstills. I just like I really am at my core if you if you understand that i'm a person who thinks that life is really short and that you know we should all like be about love i make a lot more sense i also really don't like going to bed angry and there's people who disagree with this but again for me i'm just sharing my personal experiences in case it sparks something in you i really don't like going to bed angry i really have a hard time sleeping knowing that there's like unfinished business for me i want to close it out i I don't need like time to process. I don't know. I want to fix it right away. Maybe some therapist or psychologist would have a field day with that. They'd be like, oh, she's a people pleaser. She just wants to make the other person happy and stop the fight. But again, like it's very hard for me. I've had boyfriends in the past where they're like, they'll just shut down and not speak to me. And that like drives me insane. It makes me feel very upset because it's, it's scary. And I don't know. I just I I think that fighting well is so important. I just want to say that during my time as a radio host, you know, while I've had this platform, I've received questions like, do you think it's OK that my boyfriend calls me names during fights? Do you think it's OK that he said this and that? And the answer is no. If your boyfriend calls you rude names or honestly, like screams at you or if he belittles you, for example, if you have bad skin, or if you let's say you have an insecurity about your skin and during the fight, your boyfriend's like, you've always been like a pizza face or, you know, your skin looks disgusting. If he tries to go for the jugular like that, 
to me, that is an automatic no-go, like deal breaker. Your partner should never try to make you feel less than in a fight, like ever, ever, ever. We all have disagreements, but cutting people down who's supposed to be your biggest cheerleader, I'm sorry, that's a no-go. And it's a sign that there's something deeper and it's scary. So beware of that. Like seriously, do not be someone who accepts bad language, even if it's in a fight. We all get heated, of course. We may raise our voices. We may say some kind of, you know, snarky shit. But that is supposed to be your person. And if they call you names, forget it, you guys. Forget it. This is such a personal thing. Go listen to the Jay Shetty and Esther Perel episode. It's about a lot of things, not just fighting, but I just thought it was interesting. And think about your best relationships or if you're in a relationship, like think about how you fight. Think about is your partner thinking, do I want to be right or do I want to be happy? Like I really think that that's such an interesting framing. And it's why I'm so obsessed with it because like, listen, again, shit happens and we should be able to resolve conflict in a fast, compatible way. No more stubborn people for me. I just, I can't, I can't. All right, you guys, wish me luck for my set tonight. I hope I see so many of you. If you're there, get ready to dance. If you're around Aspen, I hope I run into you. And I hope I have a really good update for you on Wednesday on the live show. I'll be recapping this weekend. Okay, I love you guys so much. If you enjoy this pod, as always, please share it with a friend or give me a five-star rating. Also, there's a new funky thing with, um, if you listen on Apple Podcasts, it no longer automatically downloads unless you tell it to. So if you love me, go ahead and click that button. It would mean the world. Love you. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Have you heard about Roback Activewear? Well, let me introduce you. You may have seen that subtle dog logo on your man's polos, hoodies, or Q-zips, but now Roback is growing their women's line. They strive for the best fit and best feel. I am so glad that Roback is now doing women's wear as well because they really have it down when it comes to super soft athletic wear that is just the cutest ever and so, so, so comfortable. You know me, I'm all about comfort. I'm all about feeling cozy while on the go and I am always on the go. So go Roback. We love that you're in women's wear now. It's 2024, the spring's coming and ladies, it's time to check out Roback for yourself. So use the code TINKS on Roback.com for a generous 20% off your first order for all hoodies, joggers, skorts, and more. That's spelled R. H-O-B-A-C-K dot com. That's 20% off with the code TINKS.